0: Hey everybody! Welcome to CADcast number ten. I'm your host ChpD here in Tokyo, and I'm joined as usual with Wombat in New York City. How you doing, Wombat?
1: I'm good. How are things in Japan?
0: They are awesome. Glad I'm really to hear. Really enjoying you. it over here. It's uh, it's pretty amazing. It's quite a, it's quite a trip. Nice. How's the weather? The weather has been kind of gloomy lately, um, but it was warm when we first got here. I think it's the same in New York—kind of weird, uh, eerily warm, like too warm for November. That's great.
1: Very informative. Okay, that's been a great show.
0: We'll see you all <laughs> and next we'll week. We'll be back with the weather forecast next week. <laughs> um, we have—we do have actually a, a great show this week. Uh, we're going to go over some big new release highlights. Uh, we got the Xbox 360 launch uh, about a week away. Oh. Uh, I'm going to do a little mini electroplankton for the DS review, import review. Hence the music up top. Yes, I uh, hope you enjoy that. Very and uh, We're going to talk about the uh, current uh, official Xbox magazine, and we're going to be answering your questions in Cagbag. 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 So uh, <laughs> let's get started with the uh, new release highlights, because uh, there's some, some big ones this week Half Life 2. Half-Life Two for Xbox already getting some some big scores. Uh, 9.4 I'm surprised. From IGN.
1: Surprised again. I, I you know we you and I you even posted it. I played it a little bit. It was so wonky. It was just a awful.
0: Well, I, I read the whole review on IGN and basically they said the early the early review uh, early copies of the game were yeah were pretty crappy and they managed to uh, the final release is is greatly improved.
1: I hope it's worth it. I mean, I, I would like to pick it up probably when it drops in price, but...
0: Yeah, me too. I'm definitely very interested in that, especially with my new TV.
1: Yeah, I am playing Doom 3 now on the Xbox, and that looks great. So if they can do, you know, ha- you know, well, I won't say half as good, but as good a job, then... Uh, right, and that's down afford... to 30 bucks now. Right? Yes, right, I picked it edition. up. Uh, the collector's edition is 30 bucks on uh, ebgames.com or in your f- local electronics boutique. Yes. And my favorite part of that game, you can save anywhere at any time.
0: Yay.
1: Hooray. Every game should be like that.
0: So we also got um, America's Army Rise of a Soldier coming out for Xbox.
1: Or as I like to call it, Propaganda Part 3.
0: Right, and PS2 as well. <laughs> yeah. um, Propaganda Part 3. Yeah, I'm, there hasn't been any reviews up yet, but yeah, I'm That's because hmm, they're afraid. Interested. They're afraid of incurring the uh, Army's wrath. Exactly. Maybe, but uh, I'm 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 keeping an eye out on that one, but we'll see. They all come with a 10% off
1: coupon at Halliburton.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> no way. You don't get any discounts for stuff at no. Halliburton. You get any 10% more. The reverse coupon. Exactly. What else we got this week? Uh, yeah, we DDR3. Dance, Dance Revolution Ultra Mix 3. Yes. That's like pretty. They've really expanded on DDR. I read like the previews for that. You can now play four-player uh, multiplayer on that, or even like connect four mats and do them all yourself. You can do them yourself. No, I can't. I can't <laughs> even do like the. I think four or five-step songs are like my maximum, so I'm definitely not too good at that game.
1: I will not be getting that. <laughs>
0: no, and you can play Xbox Live on that too, which uh, or not, as in your case,
1: or not exactly.
0: Um, we got some big uh, DS titles this week. Yes, we do. The big one. The big cheese. Mario, Mario Kart. Kart. Mario Kart yes. DS. Online Wi-Fi goodness. Yeah, interestingly enough, that does not come out into J- in uh, Japan until next month.
1: Well, you know, it's like loser country. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, the reviews have been very good so They far. have, and they've a- been great so far. Ninety-four percent game rankings.
1: I'm tempted to pick it up. I mean, how is the single player supposed to be? How have you? What have you read? I mean, yes, online I've read that it's great. exactly
0: the same as uh, all the other Mario Kart games. Well,
1: the single player in the most recent one on the GameCube, the single player, the computer control player is very cheap. Hmm. I was wondering if they fixed that for the uh, DS version.
0: No, I am not, not too sure on that, but yeah, someone I think will let where me the, know. The the real draw is the online Wi Fi.
1: Yes, that is that is the draw. I wanna play Mario Kart while I sip my Mochaccino. Starbucks yeah. draw Wi
0: Fi, right? Yeah. Four players, I think, Max though, right? I, mean, I have no idea. I think so. I think only four players online, Max. Um but still should be fun. And,
1: and the fact if that you, you can wanna play get the chicks around the world.
0: If you wanna get the chicks, <laughs> chicks.
1: plays Luigi.
0: <laughs> if you want to get the chicks, you better just hide your DS. Actually, yeah, pretty much. Um, and also, Sonic Rush, 2D Sonic. DS. Yeah, 9.0 from IGN. It, I, it it needs it. Sonic needs this bad. Yeah, a good Sonic
1: game, a good 2D Sonic game.
0: Well, I there's can't also wait. Shadow the Hedgehog, so I don't know. I don't think there's any reviews. That's up right. For that Shadow yet.
1: the Hedgehog comes out uh, tomorrow, Wednesday, whatever your store tells you. But, uh, yeah, I have no idea. Sonic with a gun. Right. Take it or leave it.
0: Don't you mean Shadow?
1: Shadow, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> He's like Sonic, but, you know, he wears black fur. I don't
0: <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's... And we'll red see. stripes. Uh, sounds like it's not going to be as probably as good as Sonic Rush. Uh, no. Which, yeah, they really liked Sonic Rush. They said the sense of speed was great. They, they used the uh, the dual screen capabilities very well. The boss battles are great. Um, yeah, I may have to check that one out. I don't know if it's out here in Japan, but... Um, also, a couple of PSP games uh coming out. Uh, Infected for the PSP. Do you know about that game?
1: Nothing. I don't uh, know I've anything actually... about PSP games.
0: No. Well, I, I played that one at, at E3, and basically it's a, it's like a third-person shooter. Um, the review at GameSpy, they gave it a 3.5 a 3. out of 5. They basically said... You know, it's okay. Uh, it does what it does pretty well, but it's not going to really hold your attention uh, for more than like you know 20, 30 minutes at a time. Um, the sort of like the neatest thing is that you can play you can play online, and if you beat people in an online match, you can infect their PSP with your avatar, and they'll have to like accomplish something to uh, to remove that from from uh, their PSP. But other than that little gimmick, didn't sound like it was really gonna uh, rock anybody's world. Okay. And speaking of of not rocking anybody's world, there's also a, a new Armored Core game for PSP called uh, Armored Core Formula Front. Um, so if you wanted to play Armored Core, which is a, a big, it's a mech fighting game, yes. but don't actually want to control the mechs and have the computer do it for you, this is the game for you.
1: Wow, where do I
0: sign up? Yeah, I mean, I couldn't really be any less interested in this game. I played a lot of the Armored Core, you know, PlayStation and PS2 games. But I got put, by the time it got to PS2, I, I was pretty tired of it because they haven't really changed it very much. I'm still waiting for the online, a kick-ass online Armored Core.
1: Game. PlayStation I 3.
0: Yeah, I, I guess that we'll have to wait for that, hopefully. Maybe, um, if you're lucky. If we're lucky. Uh, what else we got? We got... Uh, WWE SmackDown versus Raw 2006 for PS2 which got a 9.2 from IGN.
1: That's a high score for a wrestling game.
0: Yes, they they said it was the best wrestling game uh, since No Mercy. Um it's got online play, a lot of customization and and match options. Have you ever played any of those those games? No, recently?
1: I'm not I'm not a big wrestling guy. Nothing against wrestling no. if that's your thing. But, uh, yeah, it just never really interests me that much. And then I, I always think, found wrestling games kind of slow and plodding.
0: Yeah. I picked up um, – I think it was like SmackDown, Shut Your Mouth. It's maybe like two or three games ago <laughs> uh, from the series. It was actually like pretty fun and like it's really fun making your own wrestlers. I actually – I created one of my friends, one of my, uh, one of my overweight friends, uh, Heldy, Here's a shout-out to Heldy and uh it really like is amazing it looked just like him you mean you didn't make yourself uh, i didn't make myself i did try to make myself i think but it was more fun you know making But he fun kept getting
1: his ass kicked and you had no fun
0: well it's just more you know everybody loves a fat guy so it's, it's you know more fun making a fat don't guy i know that. it <laughs> and i made him in his tidy whities and his and his socks it's it's really it was quite fun anyway right. so big big score for for this game so if you're wrestling into uh, wrestling games and have a PS2, check it out. Although the um there is an online mode, there's no voice chat and no way to communicate in the lobbies at all. So that's a big downer. As yeah, soon as I read that, I decided that I probably would not be buying it. That's crap. What else we got? We got a Dragon Quest 8 for the PS2, which is a pretty highly anticipated RPG. Are you into the Dragon Quest series at all? I'm not much.
1: It? I'm not much into the Japanese style RPG yeah. in general. So, I'm I'm once again the wrong audience for this kind of game. I, my I'm more the Half-Life 2 audience,
0: not I hear the you. Well, uh, it got a, it got good reviews. It got a 92 It did. I'm sure ratings. it's I'm
1: sure it's very good. I'm sure I wouldn't like it. If that makes any they're, sense.
0: Yeah. They're they're excited about it here in Japan. I've seen like big big They already had a parade, it. right? A parade? <laughs> I don't know about that. Um, but you know all Xbox the, all the 360 banks are closed
1: they, on the release date they close the banks and mm, the post office I don't think so no? they do
0: have a lot of holidays here but I, that's not one of them There's no
1: Dragon Quest day
0: No but sure you know ex, the Xbox 360 uh, guys recruited um some of the principals behind the Dragon Quest series to make a, a game for Xbox 360 so that, in an effort to try to capture the Japanese market uh so they recognize how big it is uh here um, so if you're a fan of Dragon Quest, it looks like you're going to be in for a treat. Uh, the, the only
1: game where the only game where slime is cute. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: what else we got? We got Need for Speed Most Wanted on coming out on everything but PSP, and it got good reviews, 8.5 from That's IGN. Uh, I played the Xbox 360 version. It's you know it, it seemed fun. You know, I still think that like Burnout. Revenge or any of the Burnout games are really still like the arcade racers to beat. Um, the review on IGN said it doesn't have the quite the sense of speed uh, as Burnout, but it's still pretty good, and uh, they were impressed with the production quality and. Uh, it has that weird, uh,
1: that funky full motion video, live action acting in it, right? Is that nice?
0: they, yeah? They said it worked well. They said you know surprisingly it worked well. Um and uh yeah, they gave it marks for style. It said it's you know, even though it's a EA game and they tend to sort of like maybe be a little bit over the top when it comes to like the production, uh they they liked it. Cool. And uh, I guess the other game of note uh this week is True Crime New York City coming out. I uh, I had really a chance want, to preview yeah, that one. Remember? I
1: really want this to get good reviews.
0: Me too, yeah. I'm sort of, now that I'm in Tokyo and uh, if I get a little homesick, this could be uh, what cures me.
1: Yeah, I mean, the streets are supposed to be perfect. What we saw looked great.
0: It did look quite, and we saw it on PS2, I believe, Yeah,
1: we saw it on the PS2. It did look great on the PS2.
0: Yeah, it looked like the shooting aspects of the game were better than than, uh, Grand Theft Auto. Maybe not be saying much, but
1: we'll find out in uh, a day or two. I'm sure that you know, because usually, as per usual, all the reviews will come out after we talk about it as soon as
0: this is posted. Exactly, sure. All right, so that's those are the highlights. There's some other games coming out too, but uh, you know, we're not going to give you the. we're only giving you the highlights here. Um, so yeah, there you go. Exciting, go buy games, go buy, yeah, or wait, (laughs) or wait, (laughs) up to you, or buy Doom Uh, 3. uh, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so we got the Xbox 360 launch about a week away uh, for North America. A What's bit the later Xbox
1: 360?
0: <laughs> you haven't heard about that, huh? No, this is news. This is news. Well, this is uh, Microsoft's uh, hope that they're going to pull away from PlayStation by... Uh, Getting their console out uh, much earlier than the PS3.
1: I finally got to play one at a kiosk last week, also, which was exciting. Oh, what'd you play? I got to play a little bit of the, uh, what is it, Medal of Honor? 2? Call of Duty. Call of Duty, yeah, it's all the same crap. Mm-hmm. Call of Duty 2, <laughs> it is all the same crap. Call of Duty 2, and a little bit of the King Kong.
0: What'd uh, you think of uh, Call of Duty?
1: Call of Duty, actually, was great. It was a lot of fun. I mean, it's, you know, a pretty standard first-person shooter World War II p- gameplay-wise. It's pretty standard. Yeah. They don't they don't try to reinvent the wheel, it, it, but it looks fantastic. It really does. Yeah, so, I've
0: played it too. I, I agree. It looks, it's, yeah. looks good.
1: If the whole game is a solid game and is a fun game throughout, you know, it doesn't have to... Like I said, they don't have to reinvent the wheel. That could be a very good game for that system, especially as a launch title. My exactly. King Kong l- visually looks better than almost anything I've ever seen.
0: Hmm. I haven't seen that on 360 yet.
1: Oh, it it looks fantastic.
0: Okay. What about the gameplay?
1: It uh the gameplay is kind of like a wrestling game. Slow, plodding, boring after 10 minutes. Ooh. Not even hmm. 10 minutes. I think 2 minutes. <laughs> and I looked at the guy next to me. You want to try it? You know a game's boring when you're when you're ready to pass it off to the guy you... behind you on the kiosk line.
0: That's a good point. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, uh yeah, I looked at the GameFAQs had a poll yesterday um, about the, you know when you're going to pick up an Xbox 360. You're not, they had like to, you're not allowed to go to that website. Well, I you know I checked it out to get the new releases. So, oh, okay, so I, so, I got you. So, um, but they had 75,000 people respond to their poll, so you know you can get a good idea of sort of what's going on, and, and even you know the the hardcore gamers' uh, mind. The overwhelming response was. Pretty much uh, maybe sometime next year with uh, 23%. Or no, it's just not for me with 27%. That's pretty high. I'm surprised. I was surprised as well. Um, yeah, especially the no, it's not for me, 27%. Yeah, yeah,
1: the later next year makes sense. I I am also in the maybe later in the year uh, poll section. So,
0: Yeah. Uh, they also just released the launch titles, the official launch titles yes uh, for Xbox 360 now is this they say launch but you know they also what do they classify the launch window as I mean I believe they're they're going till December and they're still calling it a launch title right? Um.
1: No, the ones that were posted today are the ones that will be out the on, day on the twenty second. On the twenty second. Yes, okay. the day they come. Some yeah, of them. Some of now. these titles are already in stores. I've I've heard. So I see. Like Cameo and uh, whatever else is going on in the world. But some, yeah.
0: Well, I'll tell you the the list. The list looks pretty good. Like for a, for a launch list. I mean, you know, we have to wait and see how the reviews come out, but. There's some, there's some big potential there for, for them to have like maybe one of the strongest launches uh, in a while, huh?
1: It, I mean, it's a pretty good launch. I mean, there are certain things that kind of bum me out. I mean, you have your standard, every game that's currently out by EA Sports is going to be there, and that knocks out half the list. Okay. So you get rid of all those. I mean, but not you the- have,
0: I mean, you got some potential. You have Perfect Dark Zero, which, yes. You know, while the the preview videos that I've seen. Were sort of less than impressive, you know. Some of the pre- the latest previews that I've read are telling us to sort of ignore those, and that the that the the real version is infinitely better. That's good to know. So we don't, you know, we, we don't know. Don't know, if know it's true that. or not,
1: but um, I want every game on this thing to be great because I think you know a new generation console with great games only helps every other system in the long run.
0: Sure. I mean, you know, I never want anything to fail. Really. No, I mean, we don't want, we want this. We, it, we, I want yeah. everything to be good.
1: We want it all to be great. I mean, you know, King Kong comes out. Like I said, the demo with the kiosk I found to be kind of dull, but that doesn't, you know, what does that
0: mean? Somebody else may like Project Gotham. Uh, Project Gotham Racing Three, I think, has great potential.
1: Well, and, and there's also Need for Speed Most Wanted and Ridge Racer Six. So if you're into racing games,
0: yeah, the launch of Six th- was pretty lame. No, from I'm sure. What I it played is- at Tokyo Game Show. You but,
1: mean like Ridge Racer Five? Uh, <laughs> it's just,
0: it seemed like it could easily be on PS2, like, no problem. Um, and the, Cameo, you know, has great potential. I, I wasn't that impressed with what I played at Tokyo Game Show, but, well, I, but I've, I've been really told the, that. But it's
1: the only platformer on the uh, system, just the one. Not know, that so, uh, the Xbox wasn't, wasn't really known for its platformers either, but, you know.
0: You know, I think if you have three really strong games at launch, that's pretty good. That's a great launch. That's a great launch. So they may have it. We'll, well see. The big, I guess the big surprises
1: I would say would be Quake Four. I don't think anyone was expecting that as a launch title for the mm-hmm. 360. And who knows? That could be great. Quake Four, and uh, you know, you got three potential great first-person shooters with Quake Four and um, the Call of, Duty. Call of Duty, Perfect Dark Zero. Yeah. And isn't Condemned also a first-person shooter?
0: It's not really a shooter. It's more of a a blunt object first <laughs> first-person game smasher.
1: Yeah. I mean but really that's what, you know, the Xbox was great for the for the FPS and it looks like the 360 is trying to follow and evolve in those footsteps, which is probably a good idea because that's why I like my Xbox. And yeah. good. I hope Internet. Condemned is a great game. I hope Quake 4 looks great.
0: Yeah. Well, we all know that, you know, the launch here in the uh or rather over there in the US is uh, you know, very popular. It's still the news all over the place. You can't you can't find uh, a pre-order available anywhere at this point. And even people who've pre-ordered their games, uh, pre-ordered their systems, looks like uh, a good chunk of them will not be getting them at launch. But it's a very different story here in Japan uh, as I've gone around to the different game stores and seen uh, people really could care less about the Xbox 360. Um, I posted a picture up on CAG uh, of a, from a Toys R Us uh, With the in old Tokyo. paper slips? Uh, you know, very... Very large Toys R Us. Um, and you can pre-order an Xbox 360 for a 1,000 yen, which is about, you know, I think it's a little less than $9. Nice. Um, and you know how like a Toys R Us, they have all those, you, you do everything with the video games, the pieces of paper, you know, yep. you bring up the pieces of paper and you pay for them and then you show it to the, to like the little booth in the back. They have the same system here in Tokyo, and it's really funny to see the uh, the Xbox 360 pre-order thing stuffed with paper, like it's just like overflowing from the <laughs> from the envelope. It's just uh, people. Uh, it's going to be a tough a tough sell for Microsoft here. I don't know I, what I, they. I, have I to was going
1: to say, you know what? I said it before, and I'll say it again. It's not necessary. Nothing against well, you and your new people. But it's not, not a, necessary
0: for you, but you know, it's a very big gaming market. You know, although the population of Japan is like half of the US, um the gaming market is is very large. So they want to be successful here.
1: And they can be successful here.
0: Yeah. Well, speaking of Japan. Yes. I just picked up a DS here in Japan.
1: What game did you uh,
0: get? And I picked up electroplankton. No. Yes. So I got a, a Graphite DS which is very sharp looking. Um, <laughs> one of the funniest things <laughs> the instruction the Japanese instruction book for, for the DS, the first fifteen pages I shit you not, are warnings. Okay? Warnings such as don't throw it in the fire, don't drive while playing the DS. And they all have pictures, so it's really funny. I gotta like I gotta find well, yeah, a Yeah, why scan has that
1: not this. been posted yet?
0: because i i looked online and i don't have a scanner so i looked online to see if it was up i couldn't find you it you have yet. a
1: 3 megapixel camera phone but you don't have a scanner
0: i don't even have a desk <laughs>
1: i don't even know where <laughs> to go with this
0: but it's re- it's really funny like they have like you know, don't throw it in the fire don't close your th- your finger in it when you close the lid on the ds um don't put it in your back pocket cuz you'll sit on it and break it i mean basically everything you know, don't shoot the cartridges out.
1: You laugh, but I think this is the, these are all very good ideas.
0: Very <laughs> good ideas. Don't don't swing the DS like nunchucks. You know, from the power cord, uh, and they have a picture of the guy swinging it around. It's it's really funny.
1: Because the other anyway. day I was playing my uh, Meteos and I almost threw it into the fire, and I had to think <laughs> about it.
0: Right. Yeah. I looked at the U.S. instruction book. They don't have any of those warnings. Anyway, electroplankton. Uh, the game is actually going to be coming out in the U.S. in January, um, but uh, here's the heads up. it's To call it a game is probably a little misleading, because it's not really a game. There's no winning or losing. Um, you're, it's basically a music-making tool, I guess. A simulator? Um, simulator. I don't know what you call it, um, but you basically have a... a bunch of different sort of like not really mini games because there's no winning or losing but you know different fields that you can select. Did you just turn it on? Yeah I'm turning it on as we speak. Um, As you go through them you know each one is a little different um, and they have all these really very trippy looking graphics um, and you can get all different kinds of of sounds out of it. Uh, It even uses the microphone some of them where you can record your voice and then play it back in like to the to the music. I'm gonna to try to do that right now.
1: Oh, so I can't can wait. Finish. I'm all a flitter.
0: Here it goes. Okay, this one is called Rec Rec. So, can you hear that? I can hear it. You can hear it. Okay. So what you do is you click on these little fish that are swimming by, and then you can uh, record your voice. So I'm gonna make a quick cadcast. Ready? cast in your area. you hear that? Yes. So now you can have like different tracks. W-w-wombat, wombat. Wombat. Now let's see. <laughs> Sounds like a mess, right?
1: It's, yes. Now we see why you're not a professional uh, music producer.
0: Right. But it's it's a, the type of thing that's really perfect, I think, for for like a handheld because you can, this is the type of thing that you can pick up and play with for like 15 minutes 20 minutes uh and have fun with it uh you know on the go there's no like game saving or or anything like that so So and you can't save
1: you can't save your songs
0: you can't as far as i can tell you can't save your songs i i can't read the manual but it doesn't look like there's much to (laughs) it Um,
1: (laughs) i don't really know I no, can't. I mean,
0: look, I mean, there's not that many buttons to push, you know, so you can pretty much figure it out. You can't, you know, it'll it'll sort of like sequence. It sort of like it has a little sequencer built in, so it'll, it'll, you can enter in like some notes and it'll remember it while you're playing through the song. But the buffer isn't even that big. Um, it's really, it's you know, some people may call it like a tech demo. But it's really just like a fun thing that you can play with, you know, on the go just for like in short bursts. You know, You know, unlike the PSP where, you know, the games take forever to load up and, you know, it's you need sort of more time to play most of those PSP games. This is something True. really you can just pick up and play and turn off and, you know, have some fun with it. Make a friend so on the, the subway. Yeah, I mean, it sounds you know it sounds cool with headphones on. It even comes with headphones. Really? Um, I'm sure they're, yeah. It's the game costs about thirty seven dollars U S. here.
1: Okay, it's comes ear, it comes it's with these It comes with these
0: like blue earbuds, but I'm sure they're crappy. I haven't even used them, because um, you know they're not going to give you any good head, uh, headphones with them. Um, so if you're into music games like Res, you know this is right up your alley. Although you know, like I said, it's not really a game, but. You know, if you're into that type of thing, you're going to love it. If you're not, then don't even bother cuz you you just it's not your thing.
1: <laughs> gotcha.
0: So there it is. Exciting. So look at look for that in the US L- in January. What's the score? Give it a score. It. I give a score. I'm not giving it a score. I don't uh, you know, it's it's a type of thing that if you're if you're into music games, you're going to love. And if you're not, you're not going to like it at all. No <laughs> so, well, we cop out answer. Cop out. Big cop out. So moving on, let's talk about uh, this month's, I don't know if it's this month's, but I think it's the most most recent OXM. It's the one that's got Mass Effect on the cover. Which looks pretty cool in itself, but that's not what we're talking about. No. uh, The first thing that I noticed when I was thumbing through this magazine was the enormous amount of advertisements in it. Um, And of course, you know, I was here in Tokyo with no television for a while, so I had a lot of free time. So I decided to count up the number of advertisements. That's too much free time. That's free time. So there's 130 pages, or rather 129 pages total in the magazine. <laughs> there are 81 pages of ads out of 129 pages. Total. That's a lot of advertisements. That is crazy. Is it I crazy? Was shocked. I was shocked. And you know they have these ads that are like, they're like tricky ads where they look like they're sort of previews.
1: Yeah, but I noticed really those. they're paid advertisements. They're in EGM now, too. They're in all the magazines now, those. Uh, it's like two pages. Yeah, there's one there's for one, King Kong. There's
0: one for Ghost Recon, uh, the new Ghost Recon game. And I think there was another one for King Kong. Yeah, That's what I said. just said. Yeah.
1: Thanks for listening. <laughs> You're too busy playing games and reading magazines while I host the show.
0: Right. Well, I'm reading the magazine. So I don't know. I, personally, I think that's way too many ads. I mean, you look at the staff list here. They got about, like, you know, like, seven editors here. And they can only come up, you know, with, like, uh, you know, 50 pages of content between seven people, seven editors.
1: Well, you know, know, it's it's, not like they have a new console to talk about or anything. It's, I don't know, it's kind
0: of pathetic, I think. It is kind of sad. You know, and they're making, like, well, they're asking they're asking read card is like 20 grand for a pull you know full page ad i know nobody's really paying that but still it's probably it's money. still
1: probably around 15
0: it could be 15 yeah could be a, about 15. i i wonder how much those uh those fake ads go for
1: <laughs> probably a bundle
0: yeah so they're making a lot of money there and they're not really producing a lot of content although one of the uh, some of the the uh, content that I did actually like was an article by Jeff Keeley. Your new he boyfriend. The, what's that? Your new boyfriend. My new boyfriend, yeah. I'm hitting on him as we speak. Uh, he always has a, an article at the end of the magazine, and this one is uh, called The Rise of Originality. And uh, basically this is about how new consoles are the basically the best time for new franchises to come out. It's the best opportunity. Now, why do you think that is?
1: Well, I think there are a lot of reasons why now is the best time. I mean, people are looking for new things and they're looking for new things visually as well as, you know, in in a less traditional sense. And they're they're more accepting to seeing something new, something they've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Now is the time. I think That's also cuz I was thinking about this as well when you made me read the article was <laughs> how many franchises really have carried o- carried over from console to console. How many PlayStation 1 franchises really had striking success on the PlayStation 2? You know, if you don't count sports games, really nothing. Well... Tekken?
0: Tekken. It depends on your, I guess, your definition I wouldn't, success, I wouldn't call but...
1: Spyro the Dragon a success anymore. Nor would I call Crash Bandicoot <laughs> a, hu- a huge success. Right. There was no Ratchet and Clank. There was no Jack and Daxter. There was no Sly Cooper hmm. on the PS1. What are the big? Uh, you know, I'm sure someone will think of something, but I could not think right. of one great franchise from the PS1 that's carried over, or even a great franchise from uh, you know the Sega Genesis. That's was able to progress and carry on through the major consoles of today. Not even Sonic the Hedgehog. The last few Sonic the Hedgehog games have been pretty damn lousy.
0: Interesting. So, well, yeah,
1: these are these are the things I think about. And I'm not, obviously, I didn't count Nintendo in this because that's a whole different animal.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, Mr. Keeley uh, basically goes on to say that, you know, obviously new franchises are risky propositions because, you know, it costs a lot of money to make a game, and that's why we see so many sequels. But... You know, when a new console is launched, this is the time to take the risk because the people that are buying the consoles at launch are usually the hardcore gamers, and the hardcore gamers are more likely to try out a new franchise. You know, as, a, yeah. as opposed to like a casual gamer who's gonna like you know pick up Madden or you know a, a name that they recognize like you know Grand Theft Auto or something like that. Um, John Madden's professional air hockey. Right, exactly. So, and you know, and especially like you know, on our new console, the development costs are, are obviously higher. Um, so, a company like Sega, who's got two new franchises coming out, uh, well, Sega needs.
1: Sega needs new franchises.
0: They need, yeah, they need something. Uh, they have Condemned and Full Auto are both coming out for Xbox Three Sixty. Both games uh, so look very is, good. Yeah, they both have potential. Um, but yet yeah, it's you know, it's very risky. You know, both of the, you know game cost Xbox 360 games supposed to cost between 10 and 15 million to develop so you know that's about 30 million between the two of them um so it's a risk but you know as as uh, Jeff Keighley says you know if the game hits it big you know it can really pay off are you, so gonna, ch- are you gonna
1: change your avatar uh, your, your avatar to the I heart Jeff Keighley avatar is
0: that- not likely the fact is there's just not that much uh good stuff in this magazine and no, there isn't. He always seems to have sort of like, you know, an interesting take on but, things. But
1: I am going to keep my fingers crossed that Sega pulls through. I, I want to see Sega be on the top of the heap again. So All right. go go Sega. I used to lie, I was a Sega. I was a Sega fanboy back in the day, back in the early 90s. And Sega. I, yep, back. I love that machine. Oh, the Genesis. I weep for you. But uh,
0: <laughs>
1: uh, enough of that. Shall we move that. on to yes. uh, the CAG bag? The reason why everyone's here tonight? Right. Yes. You think the, so? The, why not? Do you want to ask the first question?
0: Sure. Okay, so these are questions from the CAG community uh, asking us uh, ask things. First one is from uh, thorban 3 He wants to know, what TV shows or movies do you want to be made into a kick-ass game?
1: Hmm. You go first, because now I have to think okay. about you it. Okay, you have to
0: think of one. I've already thought of one, obviously, since obviously. I picked out the And question. we
1: all know your answer anyway. It's RoboCop.
0: No, it's not because <laughs> I used that one last. Night. Oh, I see. Night Rider. Oh. They made a they they made a crappy Night Rider game for the P, uh, PC some European company did. But I'd like to see a Night Rider game made with the Grand Theft Auto engine. So like you you know like the cars could have the car could have turbo, you know, you just drive around kit, of course. You're not like carjacking people. You just have kit, but you can get out of the car, you do like the turbo boost, kit will talk to you. Maybe it even has voice recognition, so you can talk to kit. How sweet would that be?
1: I think Does anyone that, even
0: know what Night Rider is anymore? I, I only
1: really <laughs> like one or two people. I mean, <laughs> if they're gonna do that though, I say they should make the A team game first. No, that's not as good. Though, no, the car doesn't do anything.
0: Like kit, who says like that? You know, but no, you can over, have four, four like gauntlet,
1: a gauntlet style game with the A team.
0: Right, and you have to get B. A. Baracus onto the airplane.
1: Well, B. A. Baracus is your warrior.
0: Right. Well, okay. So there's your answer. Yeah, you, I
1: I don't know if my I, I, that's I don't know if that's my answer, but uh, you know, you got me <laughs> thinking. For about now. it now. It'll do. It's it'll suffice until I think right. of a good movie that should be made. There are no good movies that should be turned into uh, to games because there haven't been any good movies lately. I would say what I would love to. I mean, I'm still waiting for perfect games based on comic books. But that really hasn't come to fruition. When the perfect Batman game comes out, I'll be happy.
0: Right, your Splinter Cell Batman. Splinter game. Cell yeah, Batman. Yes, I have okay. harped
1: on that a few times.
0: Yes. All right. So, why don't you choose a question from the bag.
1: Okay. This one comes from Kaiju Fan.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: What are some of the funniest reactions you have gotten when telling people you own a site called Cheap Ass Gamer?
0: Hmm. <laughs> funniest reactions? Well, always the the, the hardest thing about. About talking about cheap-ass gamers, always sort of explaining the concept to people. Not so much the name; the name always gets a smile, certainly. But sort of explaining the concept of a video game shopping community to somebody who may not be all that internet savvy or someone who doesn't go on message boards. Rather, it's always sort of difficult. You know, it's hard for them to get past the fact that that we're not actually selling anything. Um, But heaven i don't know <laughs> not heaven, the funniest i guess the the funniest rea- the funniest sort of story that i have is the whole google the google ads thing i i was trying to buy uh google ads you know for myself you know placing cheap ass gamer google ads and they gave me a really hard time with the whole ass thing yeah um, so, so i had to try to explain to them that ass is not really a curse word anymore so I had it's actually on cag somewhere the whole thread where me going back and forth with them Trying to convince them that ass is okay. Didn't
1: you send them a list of of everything they sold with ass in it?
0: Well, that was Best Buy. This was was Google. This This was Google, Google, me trying to buy it. They didn't want to take my money for ads. Um, So, you know what? I don't even need them anymore since we're the number one search for cheap video games. And we're right up there for cheap games. Hooray. Hooray. Uh, Next question is from Shipwreck. And he says... Why do you think a lot of people are negative about Midway games when they have consistently been putting out highly rated games for nearly two years now? you have an answer for this? Because I do if you don't.
1: Well, I mean, I think a lot of it is perception. You know, mm-hmm. they, they had for a long time not made great games. Mm-hmm. So you've got to keep that in mind, games like, you know, Gauntlet. The the last gauntlet that came out was not the greatest game ever made. Neither had the last handful of Blitz games or the uh, the baseball ones. What are those called?
0: Well, they're, they're, those actually no, they those do get like pretty good reviews. I mean, they're not, they're not getting like nines and you know. They're getting anything. like sevens and eights. Sevens and, and eights, which is you know pretty respectable. But it's um, not
1: respectable enough if you want to be a major player. If you want to be a major player in the games, you have to make at least one great game a year
0: hmm. to stay well, on. Well, the Just, interesting thing is. Where you know, while he asks why are people negative about it, the people that sort of matter are not negative. Uh, If you look at the Midway game stock uh, price, it's very close to its its uh, year high, and even though they're they're still losing money, their revenue is up, Um, and so I guess to the people that you know, where it sort of matters, you know, the investors, the investors are still sort of big on Midway despite the fact that they're losing money. Sounds good. I mean, Sounds yeah, people
1: good. still buy the games, and The Suffering was a good game, and they have been. They've been really, they've turned themselves around in the sense of they're really starting to make quality games, but I don't think they've been making the quality games long enough. I mean, yeah, sure, they made some great pinball games, and then they, you know, it was a long transition to go from pinball mm-hmm. to, you know, what they're doing now, and they you know, they own the arcades in the 80s. You, you yeah. just have to pick up Midway Arcade Treasures 1 and 2 to know that or even yep. 3. But it, the transition took time and now they're just getting into a great console market and I hope it continues cuz you know like I said even earlier in this cast the more great games are made the better it is for all of us.
0: Exactly. And as you say maybe they just need that you know one or two you know 9 90% ranked games. Exactly. Know, to, to, to get them that better rep. Uh, what else we got out of the bag
1: uh let's see what we got uh what overlook games would you recommend
0: hmm well i just picked up a few games actually right before i left the u.s i picked up uh conquer for for xbox which i think just had a price drop fairly recently that game looks ridiculous on my uh new high definition tv
1: does it? Is so, it? Yeah. That, really, well, it has yeah, the fur it looks, texture I mean, graphics. It,
0: it could be an Xbox 360 game. So you like it. The, the new colors TV. are so vibrant, and you know, I haven't played all that much of it, um, but it graphically speaking, uh, it looks great. Um, Jade Empire for Xbox is very cheap right now. I think it's like 15 bucks or so. Um, definitely check that out if you like. If you're into like sort of a RPG with a little more action. Yeah. Uh, um, I like else? Jade Empire a lot actually. That was a great
1: game. A lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um a game I would recommend and you could get this on the cheap, super cheap, would mm-hmm. be um uh the second sight. The, oh, the, yeah, that's right. The guys who made the original time splitters, so the character designs are very similar to that. but it's you know uh, it came out around the same time as PsyOps, so it kind of yeah. got buried. I actually preferred second sight to PsyOps. Psy yes, I the game is very short. that's its drawback. but it has a really interesting and different uh, third person engine. And if you're looking for just a change of pace in your third person action game, it's a fun, quick, cheap game. So, I yep. highly recommend it, cool, yeah, there you go. You asked I answer
0: all right uh maverick c r v asks how are developers justifying the extra ten dollars cost for next gen games? Well, you already answered actually- that we did you did earlier fifteen Not million today.
1: dollars uh, to develop a new game
0: That's how yeah, well, I mean, yes, yeah. specifically, you know whenever a new console comes out, you know the the developers they have to learn how to. Program for these machines. It's a it's a process. Um, that's why you always see, typically, the launch games are never as good as the games that come out two years or, or a year down the line, uh, just because the developers are more proficient with the programming tools. And uh, you know, we're sort of paying for them to learn, basically. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's where the ten bucks is going. All right. You got another question there.
1: Um, let's see. Have this one comes from Frisky tanuki? Uh-huh. Have you seen anything surprising so far in Japan? How have the first couple of weeks been so far in Japan? Have you picked up any cheap games yet? Any cool games you'd probably never have seen in New York? Have you noticed any differences in the marketing of games, commercials, ads, etc., between the U.S. and Japan? And a question for me. Am I sad that I don't have the tall, bald guy sitting next to me right now? And am I going to have auditions for a replacement friend? Well, are you? Uh, Actually, yes. I will accept all PMs. Anyone who wants to uh, audition in writing to be my... uh, my replacement friend. friend. Who knows? Maybe I'll send the winner something. Ooh.
0: Nice. Yeah, maybe a little uh,
1: contest.
0: Well, I've already forgotten all those questions. I think uh <laughs> what was the most most surprising thing? I think one of the most surprising things uh that's you know very different from the US is the whole uh focus on customer service here. You know, you walk into a store like Comp USA in the US or you know, EB or, or GameStop, you know, basically the, the clerks all ignore you until you, you know, you have to, like, run them down, basically. Uh, here, it's just, you know, they come, they as soon as they see your head, like, scanning for, for a clerk, they come running, and it's literally running across the store to help you. It's just really amazing. They just are so into customer service here, uh, it, it sort of blew me away. Um that is sort of like one of the most surprising things. It's going to be tough to go back to the States and, you know, have to deal with people who just, you know, really just do not want to be working, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, in terms of the games and stuff, you know, as I said, I picked up Electroplankton. That's the only game that, the only thing I bought here in terms of games uh, or the DS and the Electroplankton so far.
1: And a wicked uh,
0: TV. And a very wicked 42-inch plasma TV. Nice. Um <laughs> Uh, in terms of the marketing and stuff, you do see a lot more. You know, you do see some ads in the subway system here. You know, I remember when the white PSP and the white PS2 came out, they had ads. Um, you know, it's a bigger market here, I guess, uh, compared with the population size. So you see a lot more marketing here. Um, yeah, that's about it. And the games, obviously, you got a lot more weird games here. Uh, like dating Sims and whatnot, but you guys all know that already. Sounds good. All right. Anything else from the cag bag?
1: Um, I mean, a few uh, randoms. William H Macy or I am William H Macy. Was curious to know why do they call you cheapy D? I know the answer, but we're not going to tell you. Um, let's see. Scroll down. Uh, Scorch asks, "Do all of your base really belong to us?" I'll let you field this one. Yes. Good, good. Um, I also
0: I also run uh Barter Town.
1: Nice. And Jam thirty five eighty two wants to know if I really look like John Belushi from Animal House. You
0: maybe. One that probably drinks less. Nice.
1: Maybe a little more. It does less drugs. Yeah, maybe. Less. Uh, <laughs> slightly less. Slight slightly less. And I think that
0: maybe uh maybe it. Cool. Yeah. Well very nice. Thanks for listening to our First uh, continuing series of uh, coastal <laughs> cross-world CADcasts.
1: It's yeah, very exciting. I hope everyone uh, thinks the quality is all right. Yeah, we'll catch Man. you next time, guys. Yeah, Thanks something like listening. that. Thanks for listening. Yeah, smell you later.
0: Smell you later forever.